My name is Paul, and I'm a comic book geek. My name is Hugh, and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Corbs, and I'm a sports geek. My name is Jack, I'm a history geek. This is GeekPod. This week's edition of GeekPod, I'm your host Paul. I'm Hugh. And we have a very, very special guest with us right now. And what did we forget? Our manners? Because I'm good at that. Because you did come down the aisle slowly. He is not wasting any time. Ladies and gentlemen, the legendary Neil Adams. And what happened yesterday? Okay, so I I didn't think I was getting sandbagged immediately. Well, that's too bad. Uh, No, I love it. This is right in my wheelhouse. Um, So, immediately... um, the story he's referencing happened last night before we left. After numerous times throughout the day, I'm kind of shuffling slowly, like almost avoiding Neil. Somebody noticed his nerd glow. <laughs> Somehow, penetrating from the top of his head was this nerd glow that made him walk slower. And they walk more and more slowly. And being somebody who recognizes nerd glow and slow walking, and you're not looking for a hooker, you're basically... <laughs> You're just basically doing the nerd glow. Afraid to come over, but knowing that you have to come over, who called you over? Um, what exactly looked at me is Neil Adams locks eyes with me and said, how about you put a little pep in that step? That's right. That's right. <laughs> and as we were talking about last night after the show, because, I mean, that was all I could talk about after we left there, um, I was like, so, again, I didn't know what to do, so I did this weird skip-hopping thing to Neil Adams. <laughs> it was good. It was funny. Do that little put up bump I think there's a little there's a little macaw in a Warner Brothers cartoon that does that. There's that little hop. Right? I'm totally posting a picture don't. of that. Right, exactly. Right. That's fantastic. Uh, I'm gonna start calling you macaw. <laughs> macaw. That's right. But I mean, to, to be honest, what when you meet an idol of yours like that and they're so cool and they know you in like that. And, and I get that. I've just I never meet those guys. No way to say that's not right. That's not right. I meet Stanley all the time, and Stan and Stan says, uh, "Okay, Neil, how you feeling?" And, he, and I say, I feel great, Stan. So he turns to Max and he says, oh, Neil feels great. That's good. And, it, uh, and, and like, oh, he's comparing how I feel to how he feels. So if I feel good, that he's good. Somehow that magically makes it good. I, don't, I can't tell you why, but he turns to Max and says, Neil feels good. <laughs> that awesome. must be good. But I, that's about all, you know. Most of the people I meet, I like... I, and that's the thing is that, is that, you know, we're all regular, you know, and they, you do that and you kind of go, no, guys, come on, we're all regular, just like, let's hang out. And that, that's how I feel about it. I just don't, I, but what you have to do is you kind of have to throw water on that feeling because yeah. you don't want that guy to feel that way. At the same time, you don't want to be insulting, but you do want to like, okay, let's relax. Right. Let's chill. 
and with with who we are and how we act, that was the perfect introduction. For no, us. I think so. I think it was right. I think it was right. You guys yeah. did good. Thanks. It's too bad we didn't have a camera on it. Oh, that would have been, yes. been, been great. Yes, it goes back to what you were saying. Video camera. Yeah, yeah. trying to make it happen. So we are. We're trying. Okay, so let's do quick Q and A or something like that. All right. Actually, what we typically do is we, we let our, our guests come on and talk about what they want to talk about. So um, there's, there's not a question physics, I can think of. physics, geology. Yeah. Paleontology? No, I don't think you want that. See, boom. Science. See, I know it's weird. It's tough. The thing is that the thing is that uh, you know there's a it, we have we have an industry of geeks, okay, and it used to be us geeks, the geeks, okay, were a very 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 tiny minority, okay. Now we're becoming the majority. Everybody's a geek. Everybody goes to com- comic book movies. Everybody plays computer games. Everybody watches the television shows. Everybody knows every grandma knows who you know the Human Torch is. Yes. What is that? You know that's not supposed to happen. So now you have to separate the geeks into certain levels, okay? And then and and I am level one of the geeks. And level one of the geeks is you you get to a level where you can empty a room in one minute by starting to talk about the thing that you're geeked about. I can empty a room in less than a minute. Because I'll talk about science and physics and geology. Well, if somebody starts to talk about that, it's like, oh, I want to get the hell out of here. And everybody got to go. So everybody goes. And so, so I have another subject that I talk about, okay? It's religion, religion from a historical point of view. Can you see how fast that room would empty? Oh, yeah. Really? You know, who the hell? What the hell is he talking about? So I got two, my two basic geek subjects are subjects that would empty that, but that used to be the definition of, of a geek because, yeah. you know, back in the day, some guy would be in a room and he would go, yeah, have you read the latest uh, Spider-Man? And people in the room would kind of drift away, you know, like oh, talk about their garage sale and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> when they're going to the beach or what's the, what about the ball game? And they drift away and that guy's left in the middle kind of looking around. That used to be us, but now we're the majority, you know, it doesn't count anymore. Now right. we have to like it's separated into different I'm that card and everybody else's geek over here and these are the regular population. But while we're trying to infect the regular population, there's Neil doing his geek shit. But again, that's what makes Neil unique. That's, that's what, what makes Neil unique, exactly. Yeah. But, I, you know, I'm here to talk about comics because I really don't want to expose you to this because it's really, really bad. <laughs> really. If you're interested, you can go on the Internet and look up Neil Adams Science. And there's like about 12 videos there. Nice. 12 videos? Really? I you're, that, you're that much of a geek, Neil? I'm yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. There's 12 videos. Watch Mars grow. What? Are you out of your mind? No, it's, you just got to have to go to the Internet. Neil Adams Science. Who the who looks up science anyway on the internet? I put my I put my videos under conspiracy because everybody goes to conspiracy. Nobody goes to science. That's they like, yeah. And people write and people write me and they say you're a, you're you you're you're writing about a conspiracy. You're a conspiracy theorist. I say no no. I just have it under this list because you geeks will look at it right. under conspiracy, but you won't look at it under science. It's like all you got to do is look at the numbers. I got like over a million hits. Under conspiracy, but over in science, you get lady eighty-seven hits. You know, what's his name? DeGrasse Tyson. He's got all these videos out, but you know, uh, uh, three hundred forty-eight people are watching it. Right. Yeah, it's all because they recognize the name. Yeah, yeah. right. And they, they, you'll get some, you'll get some hits, but it's not like you know conspiracy. Oh my God, that's like a, 
That's a good buzzword these days. That's I know, I know. Well, everybody's interested in it. Well, the truth, the truth is, I put my uh, my first videos up on my site, right? And some geek went and got them and put them up on eBay. Is it eBay? Is it eBay? Is that I'm talking about? No, YouTube. 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 I'm sorry, YouTube. Put them up on YouTube, right? And he put it up under conspiracy, right? And I'm watching the numbers go up. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I, I, my stupid videos are on my site. I got like 15 hits, you know. It's going 300,000. Really? Holy cow! And then, and finally, the like the uh, the crazies who who basically think I'm crazy, right? Because that's what happens. Is they'll come. The crazies come to attack the other crazies because that's what conspiracy is all about. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So they come and they start attacking me. And then on the on the site, they're attacking my family and saying oh. I'm crazy and stuff. So I told the guy. I told the guy who who stole my thing. I said, look, you know. I'm okay with you stealing my thing because I got so many hits, but there are, you got some crazies here. You got to get rid of these people. And he said, "Well, everybody, it's uh, anybody can be on the internet." You know, I said, "Okay, then in that case, you take mine down, or I'll sue your ass." There you go. So take it down. So then I put it up myself so that I could be in control of yeah, the crazies. Yeah, you can monitor all the, You can monitor yeah. those guys because they get really nasty, awful, like They're personal, really, vile, really. Yeah, oh yeah. Insane. I hope you die tomorrow and your brain rots and. and Flies out of your body. Or just terrible, terrible it's stuff. It's almost like adults who never learned that, you know, holding back thing. Oh, yeah. 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 Child, yeah. yeah. They're living in mama's house and they're not paying any rent and they're just, they can say anything they want on the internet and nobody can stop them because you can't find them. Right. Very evil. The internet has become very evil. It's out of control. It almost like we were talking about you up there when we were discussing the podcasting aspect of it. It's the Wild West. I know. There's nothing regulated. You can basically get away with just about anything until. You bring up stocking about, like... What, what do they say? Uh, that, that the Democratic Party has... Uh, they got all their uh, email broken into, and they think it's by some guy in Romania, but it's controlled by the Russians, and it's like, really? It's a political thing, and you can't find this guy? Right. Oh, Jesus, right? You can't find that guy. I can't find this guy that's attacking me on my site, or on this other site. I can't find him. I can't, like, go to his house and say... Hey, let's go and talk to somebody here because you're an evil monster. Right. You yeah. can't do that. It's, you're helpless. And there's, pretty soon somebody's going to figure that out. The guy who figures that out, how to find these people, he's going to get like awards. He's going to get money. This guy's going to get rich off of you know tracking people down on the internet. Yeah, I think it's tough because that kind of goes under privacy. I don't doubt that they have the ability to do that. No, if they had the ability, it. no. You've got to be able to do it. There's got. There's got. You have to be able to track down somebody who's doing pseudo-violent acts to other people. If somebody did that on the street, I could call a cop. Right. If somebody started screaming violent obscenities at me, I could call a cop and get that, that guy arrested for harassment. I can't get him arrested for harassment on the Internet. He's, he's, he's totally beyond the law. And what about the guy in Romania? I mean, that's, that's political government on a national level, and they can't get him. That's, yeah. that's insane. It's scary. It, it is. is. It is. But I mean, you know, we're all in it together, so we've all got to figure it out together. That's right. And we will, but it's going to take some time. But we're going to deal with comic books, right? Yes, we're going to talk about comic books. Thank God. Enough of this bullshit. <laughs> I was just calling back to what you said yesterday. I'll, I'll sit here and talk no, about no, science. No, 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 I don't want to talk about science. So, I got my peeps that will talk about science. There you go. It's always good to have peeps. Yeah, it's always good to have peeps. I hate I don't know what peeps mean. Peeps are these little marks. I know. <laughs> I got sick out. on those ones. 
I know. But you loved him while you got sick. No, actually, it was a contest. Oh, you're s- you're such a liar. They, they had a peep eating. No, contest. you you go into Dwayne Reed or some like place and you see the little peeps there and you go, I could get those. But I could control myself and get the little box where they only have like six. Then you do the six and you go. And then later at home, you finish the last one off and you go, I should have got the 24. <laughs> All right, we should be talking about There's things that happen, you know. There's things that people that people do that they don't tell anybody. All right, about, vendors, we are but it's all true. Like everybody, everybody has the same thought. I'll give you I'll give you two examples. Okay, and I'm sorry to do this, but the guy's trying to talk over me. I'll give you two examples. Reese's peanut butter cups. When they go dry, when the stores let them go dry and they bite into a Reese's peanut cup and it's not mushy peanut butter, it's kind of dry, and you yeah. go, God, why do they keep it in the store if it's dry? Why don't they get rid of it? I want a nice, moist peanut butter inside that peanut butter cup. And you could, you want to kill somebody. And you don't know with the packaging whether or not it's moist right. and you want to eat it or it's, it's, or it's dry, you know? But we all know it. We should be attacking these stores and saying, you have to have a date on that thing. Get rid of those damn stale peanut butter cups. I think this peanut butter cup is from last Easter. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, see, the, you see the, all that stuff show up on Easter and you go... Wait a second. This could be from last Easter. <laughs> and very good chance it is. Very good chance it is. And you can tell by buying the peanut butter cups. Or the peanut butter eggs. Reese's eggs. I know it's terrible. I know. We don't want to admit this, guys. But really, we all know it, right? Yeah. We all know it. Those damn stale peanut butter cups. Okay, that's one. Okay, here's another one. Nobody talks about this one. Okay. But it's true. It's true for everybody. And when I say it, you're going to go, oh, yeah. Okay. You sit down on the toilet, and you go, like that. You do a little shiver. You go, what the hell was that? Why did I just shiver? I sat down. And you go, do other people do that? Is there something wrong with me that I go, do that little, like, shiver? What's that? It doesn't happen all the time. It happens maybe once every three months. You do a little shiver. What the hell was that? And you don't want to ask anybody, because they could say, no, it doesn't happen to me. What's wrong with you? you go, oh, no, I'm the only guy who does that. So nobody tells anybody. It's just like one of those things that you mysteriously keep to yourself. I know it's not about comic books, but I'm just saying. It doesn't have to be about comic books. <laughs> That's great. Um, but, okay, we comic should bring books. It back You're just uh, fresh off all the variant covers for DC Rebirth, right? Off? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Well, they're, no, they're I'm still not fresh off. No, 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 they're, they're gone. I did 27. 27 all came out in February except for two. That was February? Yes, February. Neil Adams month. Neil Adams month. 27 covers. Imagine how much money some poor slob has to pay to buy all 27 of those covers. It's insane. I remember that that month and I'm just like, Neil Adams. Neil Adams. What the hell is that? I know. I didn't realize it was coming up until I started seeing the covers. I know. I just say, did they just come to you and say, hey, would you like to draw everything this month? No, they, no, what they did was they called and they said, how would you like to do 26 covers? There were 26 at the time. I do 26 covers that are an homage to a legendary comic book artist. So I said, well, sure, who's the legendary comic book artist? They said, you! <laughs> I said, oh! Because I couldn't think of another legendary comic book artist that had like 27 covers that could fall into that category of legendary, you know. And I'm thinking, who who is this other guy, you know, that, that did this? Oh, you, okay. 
I said, yeah, but that's doing cover. They said, no, no, we don't want you to do them over. We want the characters will all be different. It'll be the same picture. So you just switch out the characters. Right. And they'll be on different titles. They won't be on the titles that Detective won't be. So it's not, it's not uh, Batman lying in the sand. It's Superman lying in the sand. And it's not Ra's al Ghul over him. It's Batman over him. And it's not a, a sword in him. It's a kryptonite sword. It's like, so you do it. Oh, that's okay. Sure, right. that's sure, it. They it. said, okay, go ahead. Do it, Neil. I said, no, 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 no. no. Do it, Neil. What ones am I doing? Right. What are you talking about? Well, we have to figure that out. Well, you better figure out quick because you got 26 for me to do. Just, okay, we'll send over a list to you. You pick what you think you want to do. <laughs> Come on, guys. You know, like, you had this idea. So anyway, we kind of collaborated and came up with these uh, 26. Turned out to be 27. And okay, so this is what happened, right? And then this, please, any inkers out there, please do not be offended in any way. But this is what happened. I'm just telling you the truth. The cover started to go over to DC Comics. So they started to look for inkers to ink the covers. The pencilers said, what the hell is this? All these inkers are getting to ink these covers. I've waited 30 years to ink a Neil Adams cover. I want one of those covers. So they started feeding them to the pencilers. And the inkers got left out for the most part. I mean, some. Kevin Nolan got three, right? But Jim Lee right, did one. Uh, Walt Simonson did one. Frank Miller did one. I mean, they're all you know by famous. And the and what happens is the fans who bought bought them they don't pay attention to who inked them. They don't realize that this Flash cover is inked by Frank Miller. The Green Lantern Green Arrow is inked by Jim Lee. I mean, it's like it's like the unknown quantity. And I tell people, you know, that was inked by Jim Lee. Oh, really? Their, their faces fall off because it, it, what, it's because you're processing like information that you never realized what was going on. So the, right. all of those are like unique in more ways than one. You know, they're fantastically unique. And a guy, a lot of guys, got their rocks off and had a good time. You know, who have actually been waiting 30 years to ink one of my covers. That's really awesome. It is. It is. I know it's great. I think we should do another bunch for the inkers. You know? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, the Eagles need a shot. You know, not, they didn't get their shot. 27 isn't enough. And you know, there, there was this guy. There was a, a writer in the in, in, for the New York Post, I think, uh, who wrote an article. He, he he came over and did an interview. Did a couple of interviews. A phone interview and an interview. And then the interview got really long, and he realized he had enough stuff to write an article on every cover. So he wrote an article every day. What appeared on the internet? There's only some key articles that appeared in the paper, but who really cares about the paper? When you come right down to it. So they appeared on the internet, and there were all like 27 articles every day. Did an article, right? And then and talked about each each cover. Then uh, he started writing articles on what would be my 15 favorite covers that are not part of this. And then he asked me to name my 15 favorite covers. And he started, kept this thing going, and suddenly you realize there's a lot more that they didn't do. Like, there's like this uh, really old uh, Superman cover where this little girl in a little spotted dress is in a courtroom, and she's pointing at Superman, who's in the witness stand, and she's saying, that man killed my daddy. I remember that cover. Right? Yes. Right? It's like, and you, you can't take it out of your mind. Once you see right. it, it's like, that lives forever in your brain. Well, there's, that's a great one to do over. I don't know who it would be, but I'm, I'm saying that there's a cover. That's one, you know. 
And there's a lot of them. There's a whole... It's amazing how many they came up with. And this guy, guy Dan Greenberg, who did the articles, got, you know, like a month and a half worth of articles out of it and had, and had a good time. And the guy's a really great comic book fan. You should contact him if you ever get, get your hooks into him to do an interview. He's a great guy, but total comic book geek. He knows everything. Out of New York, Jersey area? Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty Post. sure I'm friends with him on Facebook already. Yeah, you probably... Because he runs in the same circles with the couple guys, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Dan Greenberg. Yeah. Anyway, this is very cool. And it, it, all, a lot of things were connected to this, uh, these 27 covers. Uh, I, people came out of the woodwork like, uh, what's the name with Beasley? Beasley did a cover. Now, Beasley has got a very different style in mind. So he's a, very and, gritty. Very, yeah. very gritty, right? And I didn't know he was going to get it. And, and basically it was, there's a, I did a, a Batman cover where Batman is running across the beach kind of toward us, but at an angle. It's not the more famous one, but just a regular, it was like jogging. And they switched it out and had Superman, right? Superman running on a beach, excuse me, doesn't he fly? It seems so weird to have Superman running on a beach. And in, in, a, in, a, in a weird way, that's what makes it unique. It's like Superman running on a beach. Who would do that? You know, unless he's racing the Flash. Yeah. Pretty much, he's just running on a beach. Doesn't make any sense. But that's the one they gave to Beasley. It's like it's just a figure running on a beach. It does. He can't pull out his his, his chops and, and and do anything with it. You know, so he just did it. You know, it's like no, come on, guys. That doesn't what? really seem like it would no. lend his style. No, at all. It, no, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. So nobody, when people look at it, and he's got his name right, this is Beasley, and, and nobody says anything. Like, it's just some inker inked it. Right. I mean, it's that wasting Beasley, you know? Yeah. We, could, we should have done something else, like the gorilla on the cover, you know, something like that. Yes. So anyway, a lot of it, very weird incidents. How uh, Jim Lee did a did the Green Lantern, Green Arrow, and he sent it over and said, I don't think I did a very good job. And it's like, he's like, because for some reason that you know that came up and it's like yeah actually it is a good job you know you did a really good job I don't know if, if, if turning Green Lantern's head into a Jim Lee head that works so much maybe a little bit but the rest of it's great and it is great it looks great it's a great cover but you could see him like you know sharpening his, his tools and going okay I'm going to do this I don't know if I'm doing a good job each one of these has this like little you know thing you know like Brent Anderson did one and it's the takeoff of uh Batman over the, the mansion and the, and the girl is running forward and, the, and originally it's the Batman's over the thing and the, a, a, a guy with these two wolves is chasing this girl over this bridge and you see this mansion in the background and Batman and there's an image in the sky and I did that as a takeoff of an old Bob Kane cover and it was done by it was inked by Brent Anderson and of all the covers it became the most popular cover because instead of having those characters, we had Harlequin running across the bridge, Batman chasing her with wolves, and the Joker in the sky over the mansion. Nice. And everybody loved it. Everybody like went ape over it. And it's like, that, that's Brent Anderson. That's a, somebody you don't necessarily expect to be an inker at all. Right. He's a penciler, right? Mm-hmm. He did this tremendously sincere job. And I'll tell you how sincere the job was. Back in those days, I wasn't drawing... In all honesty, I, I was being paid fifty dollars a cover. It's nothing, and I knocked them out fast. And I really didn't slow down. Just, I couldn't. I support a family. Okay. So when I drew the girl running across the bridge, 
poorly, I drew her head kind of cockeyed. A little cocked to the side. Yeah, like that. And I didn't change it because I was too lazy because I had deadlines. I had 50 bucks a cover, you know, you just got to move on. But in the pencil of that cover, putting Harlequin as the girl, I tilted her head straight up. Tilted her head right. Just corrected it. Handed it in. Brandy Anderson was so sincere that he, he tilted her head back. Nice. <laughs> he tilted her head. That is phenomenal. Now look at the way. Didn't I tilt that head? <laughs> Son of a gun. He, he saved me. He put the, help, the head back the way it's supposed to be. That's awesome. And there's the whole that whole gang of covers is replete with stories like that. It's really, really quite amazing. That's wow. Yeah. Uh, Sinkevich did the, uh, the Batman uh, on, on the Desert. And it's just gorgeous. It's this beautiful piece. Yeah, that it looks better favorite. than the first one. Anyway. No, they're good. You, yeah, you know. love it. They, they, it's worth a program. You go over them if you know this shit. You know. Anyway. So, what else? Um, well, how much more time you got? Because I know we're, your, oh, your table's kind of uh, get a couple of abandoned over there. Yeah. Um, all-time favorite of the classic covers that you've done. You, you were referencing I don't you had the list. You don't, you don't have one? The one I'm going to do tomorrow. Fantastic, right? Now, what are you working on next? What are they, uh, I'm, working, that, I'm uh, working on a... Uh, you remember the Superman versus Muhammad Ali uh, book? Yes. Does anybody not remember that? Right. You must be a child, because if you don't remember that. Um, even my six-year-old knows that. Cover. I know, because you give it to him. You read that. This is history. This is the history of comics. You must read that. Dad... She's my receptive. little pony. Uh, my yeah. little pony. What are you doing to me? <laughs> no, no. They say, Dad say that. You know, she's receptive, and you see the kid getting that like rolling, rolling of the eye look. You know, <laughs> yeah, Dad, I love you. Yeah. I love my daddy, so I'll read his damn comic books. And, just, <laughs> and, and they bring, and they bring their kids. They bring the kids over to my booth, and they like introduce me as this legend. You know, and these kids are kind of looking at me like. What, you know, I don't see horns growing out of his head. What's going on? <laughs> Dad, don't do that. You know, you're embarrassing me in front of your kids. You know, it's like, it's a little hard to take. Anyway, so anyway, that book. I'm doing a, a takeoff of that book with Harley Quinn and Superman instead of Muhammad Ali and Superman. Because who best to do that? Think about it. Right. Like, if anybody else did it, it would be insulting. But if I do it, it's just stupid. And Harley Quinn is stupid, right? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, if you're not into Harley Quinn, you don't get it. But it is, right? It's just a dumb book. It's like, it, I mean, it's like, it might as well be Mad Magazine. It's, it's right? It's crazy. What, what makes all this so great is, you see, uh, our friend Laura over here, who does all our photography for us, I think, huge Harley Quinn fan. Right. And so now, right. Neely Adams is standing next to her, just trashing the character. No, I, no, no. Am I, tra- am I trashing the character? I am totally not trashing her. Absolutely right. That's the way she is. And look, it's done. Exactly. No, she's like, she knows exactly what Harley is exactly what she is she's let's have fun Harley's out to have fun is she going to go to another planet and save the universe sure I'll do that and if they threaten to destroy the universe she'll go yeah, hell with it go ahead I don't care <laughs> and she doesn't care is it? I mean there's, I, I just gave away a sequence in a book and I shouldn't have done that but there you go Nice. Bad guy threatens her, threatens to destroy the universe. If she doesn't cooperate, she says, "The hell with you. Sure, go ahead and destroy the universe. You don't know me very well. Right. It's one of those. You don't know me very well, do he? <laughs> I will let the universe be destroyed. 
So anyway, it's a it's a it's a crazy book, and of course, Palmiotti and uh, Conrad are doing it. Really, they're doing the writing, and uh, uh, and I'm getting the the fun of doing it. I mean, it's like, but because it's exactly the right thing to do. Like if you you don't want to have somebody else do it because that'll it'll be like you know maybe they mean it as an insult. You can't mean it as an insult that Neil's it's doing it, right? No. Right. It's like, so it's uh, I'm having a good time. Good. It's not some, It's not a you know. It's a light thing. It's not. It's not like uh, the Superman that I just did or the Batman. Obviously, it's light. But just for a break, you know, for fun. That's good. And now, I, what are we, when should we be expecting that? Have they even announced? Well, I don't yet? know. Yeah, they announced it. Sure. You guys just don't read the premiere previews, right? No. They got to pay attention. See what's coming. I know. It's, it's like a telephone book. I get it. I know it. I totally know it. You get that preview and you go, oh my God, really? How many pages is it? And you're like halfway through and you go, do I really have to look at this? I know it's exciting and everything, but Jesus, there's so much stuff. And I, you don't want to read it. When I was younger, I loved it. Yeah, but, but as now, an adult now, I'm like, okay, six pages in. I don't even know what I'm uh, Right. I, I what, what am I looking at? I know. We've gotten so big and so massive. It's, it's incredible. But yeah, they did announce it. And they had a, a cover was... Uh, Superman and Harley in the ring fighting, and uh, and Harley's pulling this uh, right cross back, and she's gonna hit him in the face. That's awesome. That's funny. I'll be looking for that one. That's good. I can't wait. Uh, so after that, I'm doing uh, an issue of Commandy. They're doing uh, they're recycling Jack Kirby's Commandy, which never was a great idea, but was always a unique idea. It's like it's like the fu- the future where everything kind of goes backward in time and you got dinosaurs and you got animals and doing stuff. Uh, this is is anything here for me? Can I get to take is that nice? It's great. That's sweet. Movie treats me so nice. I just got a box of Tim Horton stuff here. It's probably gooey and icky. I'm sure, but it goes to my family over by there. Anyway, uh, so that's uh, so I'm doing what they're doing is they're doing like 12 issues and a different guy is doing each issue I'm doing issue number 2 I know that doesn't mean anything but I am doing issue number 2 very cool and, and interestingly enough when my son was younger uh, he had long hair my son Jason he had long hair now I think of it uh, looked like Commandy only looked really cute <laughs> Just, he looked like a movie star even nice. now he looks like a movie star but uh, I'm kind of using him as the model for Commandy Oh, awesome. Just to give it a little extra sousson of uh, class. Like that it. and gorillas and dinosaurs. Yes. And talking Real dog, world. right? Huh? Isn't there like a half-human talking dog? Yeah, there's dog a talking dog, dog that's sort of his friend. He ignores him. He was trying to give him good advice, but, you know, coming from a dog, right. really. Birds that talk, stuff, lots of stuff. Oh, my four-year-old love it. Yeah. Anyway, anything after that is top secret. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it means what it means is that I've got three outlines in, and they have to pick one, so I can't. Got gotcha. three of those. Coming. Right. So they're keeping me busy on Harley and, and uh, Commandy. Well, they it, decide. It's just BS. It's just BS. Yeah. Like everybody pretends that there's a plan. There's no plan. Just thought, you know, with the the rebirth, that they figured that out like about two weeks before our convention they went to and announced it. Nice. No, I, did I say that? Did I say that out loud? I didn't say that out loud. God, is there a God in heaven? Strike that God. <laughs> no, they really did. But it was a good idea. It was phenomenal. It was a good idea. You know, you almost get your characters back again. You know. Yeah. Almost. Almost. Not quite. Not quite. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
if we could just get them all back again, that would be great. You know, get the costumes back. So, yeah. Anyway, I agree. Because <sighs> it messes up the licensing. You know, you never know what the hell is going to show up. Superman shows up on the screen. He's got scales and armor. Yeah. Really? Scales and armor? I don't. I don't quite get that. Did his mother sew that? I just. That's why she take the threads out. It's armor. It's knit together. What does he need armor for? Right. He's Superman. He's, Superman. He's a man of steel. Yeah, he is armor himself. He As I understand that. it, yes. And that collar that goes up, up here. Why? If, if Clark Kent puts a shirt on, you don't see that? He can roll it down. Yeah, he roll, goes like this. Clark is like this all the time. What? Can I help you? <laughs> He's coming into the office with a turtleneck. A turtleneck. And then his uh, he can only wear shirt on. Yeah. Why, does, why is Clark wearing a turtleneck all the time these days? I have no idea. And those long sleeves, they go down halfway down his hand. <laughs> That's a really good point. And how does he pee? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Seems like it's one coverall costume. He must save it up. It's like a union suit. Yeah, save it up. I don't know. Kryptonian, Kryptonian union suit. That's what's going on there. I know Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, when they created the character, they did, uh, it was like a, it was like a, an acrobat costume. Mm-hmm. Everybody followed, you know, the, uh, the guys on the flying trapeze, that kind of outfit. And there, you know, there was a way, you know, pull the shorts down and pee. But not now, so much anymore. not anymore. Now you got a, a magical opening. I don't know. Of course, he is an alien, yeah. so he's got you it know might be different. three I mean, dicks, three dicks, and an asshole out of his ear. <laughs> Just saying. Oh my god, I would love to title that. <laughs> iTunes would never allow that. No, they wouldn't. No. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, Lois, I'm ready. Oh my god, Lois backs away. <laughs> what are you going to do with those? Don't you have places for those, Lois? No. Not all of them. Not all of them. That's too many for me. It's one too many. Just, I'm sorry. I know. It's comic books, guys. We can't treat this seriously. You know, really, it's cast for the dead baby. Think about it. Think about it. Joe, you can't take this stuff too seriously. Yes, I think I have to get back to my table. My wife's going to kill me. Well, that, that was the best way to close. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think so. And I think that's the title. Three right? dicks and an amazing. asshole in his ear. There you that's go. Right. Sorry. <laughs> all right, guys, pleasure. Uh, the pleasure is all mine. Yes. Thank you. Get a good grip here. Learned it, yeah, yes. get it in there. Okay, all you right. cool? Yes, thank you very much. Uh, that was the incomparable Neil Adams. And uh, I have nothing else I can say on this episode that will mean a damn thing. No. So, we're out. Bye-bye, guys. Thanks. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. If you're enjoying us, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and follow us everywhere. On Twitter, at GeekPod, G33KPOD. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekpod. Want to get in touch with us? Email us at contribute at geekpod.com.